otherwise we're going to head into this world where cricket becomes a highly privatized highly business oriented sport and i think that ruins the game in a holistic sense yep. i don't know your thoughts yeah i mean this all began with the creation of the IPL right i think <laughs> mm. it really did a lot for cricket but it also yes. took away from what cricket was supposed to be when it was created <laughs> Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode sam- uh, seven. <laughs> I said seven. <laughs> <laughs> Crack a well- start. Yeah. Welcome to episode seven of In the Salmon <laughs> Cricket Podcast. My name is Nuan, and alongside me, I have my fellow cricket lover, mate uh, Hasith. First, I want to apologise to you. Uh, yeah, I, I was meant to. We were meant to uh, shoot on Sunday. I was unfortunately a little bit preoccupied that day. I had a few assignments and things to uh, submit, so I didn't get a chance to do it. So this is a bit of a delayed upload to all our listeners. But uh, rest assured, we have a, a good episode um, on today. Um, Hasid, how you been? Yeah, fantastic, new one. Yeah, well, very very disheartened to hear that you were so so busy uh, yesterday. So I hope uh, all is well and all the assignments were submitted and you got going to get HDs and everything like that. <laughs> High distinctions coming your way for sure. Oh, look, it's, it's uh, let's just say podcasting with you is certainly a high distinction experience. So uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, um, we'll certainly uh, continue as, you know, as, as planned. But look, you know, it's been an interesting week in cricket. Um, we always say there's a lot to talk about. There is, but at the same time, it's been a bit of a slow news week in the cricket world. There hasn't been any sort of outlandish stories. Uh, hasn't been anything sort of particularly, uh, you know, like attention grabbing. But regardless, mm-hmm. Hasid, uh, we were chatting offline and you've been watching a fantastic uh, documentary or biopic on, on Netflix about a very famous Indian female cricketer. Can you tell us a bit more about that one? I would love to know it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so a good friend of mine actually told me that there was this uh, biopic on uh, Mithali Raj, uh, mm-hmm. who's obviously uh, captain. Oh, for those of you who don't know, captain the Indian women's cricket team for a long period of time. She actually retired earlier this year. And, you know, there, there was a absolutely Bollywood movie, I do have to say, so it was quite lengthy, <laughs> but uh, really good depiction of the struggles, I guess, that Mithali Raj went, but I think more importantly, um, women similar to her had to go through to sort of come up the ranks. Um, very difficult, you would imagine, to make an international cricket side in any country, especially India, but also to be a female. And Mithali Raj just really, I don't know, it was really inspiring. As a male, <laughs> I was inspired by yeah. her. So it was really, really good. If you like Bollywood movies, if you like cricket, if you're bored, um, definitely give <laughs> this a watch. Um, it is called, let me have a quick look because it is in Hindi, I believe. It's called Shabash Mitu. If you're listening in Australia, Netflix Australia has just popped it up um, on their on their uh, website and their site. So give that a whirl. Yeah. Yeah, well, what a, what a fantastic plug for uh for that documentary it it reminds me of another another indian film um about a, f- a female wrestler from india it's called dangal mm-hmm. about india's first first female uh commonwealth medal commonwealth gold medal winning female wrestler um that's another inspiring story too but yeah certainly mithali raj has has been a phenomenal cricketer for india she's done so much to improve the standards of cricket in her country mm-hmm. and uh you know th- thanks to her the indian women's team are, are like one of the the top teams they're they're regularly, you know, 
uh, compete against the likes of Australia, New Zealand, England, and these girls are very talented. So mm -hmm. thanks to her and her leadership, yeah, certainly um, India has come a long way. Speaking of India, and in fact all the Asian countries that play cricket, <laughs> we're getting right into the uh, crux of the podcast. I know, what, what a, a good segue, segue huh? <laughs> so the Asia Cup is uh, set to start on Saturday the 27th of August and will continue until Sunday the 11th of September, so it's not far away. It hasn't really received a lot of publicity, I feel like, this time, mm -hmm. Hasid, because it was due to be played in Sri Lanka. Correct. Uh, but obviously, given the current economic situation there, it was actually moved last minute to the UAE, to the, yeah, to the United Arab Emirates in Dubai and Sharjah. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a T20 tournament with six teams. So obviously, the usuals are there. So you've got India, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, Afghanistan. Um, so the top, uh, yes... Five, I believe. Oh, my maths is not great tonight. Um, and there's one, and obviously there'll be one qualifier. There's, but there'll be one nation out of the uh, Hong Kong, Singapore, uh, UAE, and Kuwait that will also play in the Asia Cup. Now, mm -hmm. the Asia Cup is going to be a T20 tournament this time. And I guess you know it's nice to put a little bit of a deep dive and chat about like you know what do we think will happen, um, who are the teams playing, predictions. It's there's all the fun stuff to talk about, mm -hmm. right? So, India and Bangladesh have announced their teams already. Sri Lanka and Pakistan yet to do so. Mm -hmm. uh, but given the squads that you see for India, uh, you know, what do you make of this team? Obviously, India's always been a, a strong contender for the Asia Cup. Yeah, I don't even know. I feel like you can analyse the squad, heavily analyse the squad in one, but pretty much yeah. on the day, India can just, they can pick anyone and <laughs> anyone, any one of those guys can play and they'll play well. So in terms yeah. of, they've just got an absolute abundance of quality players. So whoever's in piping mm. hot form just before the tournament starts, you would assume, which is pretty much now, yeah. would get picked. So, you know, India, I don't even want to talk about it. They're, they're going to come in, they're going to come in hot, they're going to do some damage. Yeah. You know, we're not going to bring. Yeah. yeah. Bangladesh, however, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what Bangladesh are going to do. Because yeah. we made mention that Tamim's not playing. <laughs> my yes, dear, my yes. dear, my dear friend, <laughs> Tamim. <laughs> From Chittagong. You sound like you know the you sound like you know the bloke personally. Um. <laughs> it's uh, it's more wishful thinking. I have a I have a very very high respect for Tommy, but I think Bangladesh will yeah. find it uh, quite difficult. But we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking at the Bangladesh squad now, and mm. I guess all the usuals, all the regulars are, are going to be there. So there is Captain Shakib Al Hassan. He's he's captain. He's still there. Mm -hmm. I think he recently got appointed captain, right? Yeah, I think that I think. But didn't. Didn't Shakib have a few issues with like umpires and a few referees? I, I no, yeah, he did have one. I think it was a domestic tournament. I think it might have been late last year. Oh, There's yeah. a video circling around, went viral. Yeah, I'm not sure if Shakib got up on the wrong side of the bed that morning, but he threw an absolute <laughs> <Yeah>. tantrum. And <laughs> I um, saw that. if you haven't seen it, um, you know, I'm definitely not exaggerating. He threw an absolute tantrum. Not on. We don't that. like to see that. But, um, you know, here yeah. he is captaining just <laughs> a year later. But um, That's weird, isn't it? Um, but there he is. So he's a captain. And then alongside him, you've got the regulars. So you've got uh, Mamadula. Yep. Um, very senior player now for Bangladesh. And uh, Little Mushi. Yes. Mushfikur Rahim is there as well. They've got, like, the, the standard players. But there's also the, the youngsters that are now becoming senior. So you've got, like, Tuskin Ahmed. Yep. You've got Mustafiza Rahman. Mm -hmm. Mehdi Hassan Miraz, he's a good, good spinner. spinner. I've seen him yeah. bowl. Good off spinner. You got Litton Das in there. I haven't had a look at the squad actually. Litton Das? No, Litton Das has not been mm. mentioned. But again, I'm looking at the Crick Info squad. What These about, can um, change at any time. Saka. No? Saka. Um, I'm not. No, he's not mentioned here mm. either. But, 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 but yeah, it's interesting. 
they've got some names that have sort of come up through the Bangladeshi domestic structure. So they've yep. got Sabir Rahman, they've got Mohammed oh, Saifuddin. Yep. A good point. A lot of, you know what's interesting? Yeah, interesting. Bangladesh have got a lot of uh, pace bowlers in their attack, in, in the, for the bowling, which is which is highly unlike Bangladesh. Yeah. But then again, I guess the, the spin department is... Shakib's as good as two yeah, bowlers. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> That that's the thing, right? So like B- Bangladesh's spin department is is taken care of with Shakib and Mahedi. and even Mamadula can uh, provide some yeah useful off spin, mm-hmm. even Mahedi as well. But you know where do you see Bangladesh? What about um going with this? Sorry, I haven't mm-hmm. actually seen the squad. What about Tajul Islam? Yeah. is he in there? No one. No mention of Tajul He's Islam. I know who you're referring also, to. Actually, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't but, know. I th- I don't know if they if I think they definitely need to utilize more spin options if they haven't really brought too many. Obviously, Shakib is, like yeah. I said, as good as two bowlers, but he can only bowl four yeah. overs, unfortunately, so <laughs> leaves a yeah. lot left in the tank. Yeah. Talk about the, we'll talk about the Indians now. Um, Bangladesh, we, we know what they're capable of. On a good day, they can really turn up, mm-hmm. but I guess <laughs> this is going to sound very patronising, but you don't really expect Bangladesh to go far. I mean, I'd love you them to. You are something else, you know what? You can't say that. <laughs> you, you, every, every episode, you say something, and I'm just like, no one... Yeah. <laughs> What do you have against Bangladesh? What's going on? Uh, no, I don't have anything against them. I want to see Bangladesh do well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. But you know, if we're if we're placing a bet on these teams, you, you, I guess you, it, you know Bangladesh will compete, and then at some point they'll just you know, yeah. not not turn up. But and they'll but look, to fizzle away. Is that, is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> what? Goodness <laughs> me. I apologize. Wow. My apologies. Oh, must have fizzle away. Gosh. Uh, now I'm tempted to pick out something, man. Never mind. Um, no, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, no. Uh, Tajul's laid there. No. Mm-hmm. But moving on to the Indian team. And obviously, India are always strong contenders. Uh, Rohit Sharma is the captain. Mm-hmm. Kale Rahul, bigger keeper. They've got Ravi Chandran Ashwin, all world-class players. Mm-hmm. Even your good mate, Dinesh Karthik, oh. makes an appearance um, in the squad. Yep. He's been named. Do we have Rishabh Pant in there? Of course, Rishabh Pant is in there. What about Ishan he, Kishan? He'll be in there. He's a good player, but he's not been mentioned. You know who you is mentioned, though? Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. you know who is mentioned? Mm. The, a guy who I saw in the IPL, and this is Avesh Khan. Have you heard of this guy? He's a bowler, right? He's a fast bowler, yeah. and, he's, and he's bloody fast. Oh! Very, very fast guy. Is that the guy that... Is that the fastest Indian bowler? They've, they've, they've named some guy who bowls like 150 plus. Uh, they've literally said I, he's I the fastest was, bowler in India, ever. I thought it was. I thought it was Umran Malik. No, no, that, I'm talking about Umran, Umran Malik. Yeah, my my apologies. Umran Malik yeah, was the one that I was talking. Mm. Umran Malik was like like an Indian fast bowler who could bowl really really fast. But they've discovered another guy called Avesh Khan. Right. And uh, he played a couple of games for the Lucknow Super Giants. Okay. I think last season. Yeah. And he really, uh, he really, really uh, perf- uh, performed um, for for that team. I mean, he wasn't like prolific, but mm. it was obvious that you know this guy has some real some real pace, and he's now been included in the Indian squad for the Asia Cup. So mm. India always very strong. Um, you know, you've got the likes of uh, Virat Kohli, Hardik Pandya, Ravi Jadeja. You know, oh, Jadu. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all world class players. I would I would expect India to make it to the final. Yeah, I'm actually really disappointed that but, Ishan's not in the squad, man. Yeah, I'm so and this is, this this mm. this literally goes back to the point that I made last episode. When you pick Dinesh yeah. Kartik, you have to cut someone, and they've cut Ishan Kishan, who is an absolute beast. He's a keeper, by the way. He keeps very well, yeah. and he's an opening batsman. And now you pick Dinesh Kartik, and it's not fair. Yeah. I don't like it. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <We don't even laughs> and and how old is Ishan Kishan? He's young. He's young money, man. <clears throat> 
He's fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Under 25? Under 24? I would say he's under 25. I can find out for you one second. But um, he's definitely yeah. righteous. Like, he deserves a spot over um, Dinesh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Absolutely. 24, man. 1998. But, oh. In his oh, prime. Please. Soon to be in his prime. Yeah. He needs to be good. Yeah. Oh, please. Yeah. He needs to, needs to get into that squad. Mm. And uh, we need to get we need to get, we need to tell Dinesh Karthik to make a move. Certainly, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's a good commentator, man. I don't know why you want to come back. Stick to commentator. Yeah, he, uh, he looks he, good in a suit. He's pretty good, right? He does very very. <laughs> probably one of the most probably one of the most fashionable Indian cricketers I've seen. <laughs> certainly, certainly sports the attire nicely. He does. But that's the that's India and Bangladesh covered. We'll move on to Sri Lanka now. Uh, we, well, you and I are obviously quite passionate Sri Lanka fans, and uh, so far Sri Lanka has not named their squad. So yep. you and I can play selectors at this point mm-hmm. and uh, decide who do we have in Sri Lanka's Asia Cup T20 squad. I'm licking my lips, Nuan. Where, where do we start? Do we start, start, with, <laughs> do we start? start opening batsman? <laughs> can we can we agree on uh, Mr. Danushka Gunatilika to open? Danushka Gunatilika. I'll tell you what. That's that's a name that I've not really heard in a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> Danushka Gunatilika, right. Uh, well, I mean, you know, he's certainly... Uh, uh, has he performed of late, either in domestic cricket or has he made a few notable scores? I haven't really been keeping tabs uh, on him, to be honest. He's so. a pretty... I think, I think he's very important as an opener. He's he's the kind of yeah. player that is... Uh, he's not like Nirushan Dikwila or Kusal no. Pereira. He's way more yeah. classical, but he's very, very aggressive. Yeah. And obviously he's... Probably one of the best fields, probably the best field, probably maybe possibly that we've got in the in the side as well. Yeah, um, yeah. I would I would pick him all day of the week. White ball cricket. Yeah, yeah. he's I rate him. he's certainly quite yeah he's certainly quite electric in the covers and certainly around that point cover point region. Mm-hmm. I remember him taking some pretty pretty full on catches there and injuring his shoulder. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't that you don't get that yeah, kind yeah. of commitment with a lot of players. It's rare, you know. No, no, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Okay, but what about you know who I really miss? Mm. I really miss um, Avishka Fernando. Yes, what's he been up to? He was literally in the stands. I saw him in the crowd, yeah, the wearing game. like a polo yeah. shirt. Doesn't even wear the Sri Lankan yeah. colours. Just there. yeah, <laughs> so innocuous. He looked like such a fan. Yeah, and it's like, hang on, this guy actually played. This for the guy is team. probably better than the people that are out there at the moment. <laughs> literally, right? Um, but Avishka, Avishka Fernando is a guy that I really miss. Yes, uh, very talented. Batsman, I remember he really made a name for himself in the 2019 World Cup. Correct. I don't know why he's being left out of the Lankan team, but I'd love to see him um, in there. Yep. I'd love to see Patham Nisanka in the batting lineup as well. Yep. He's you know he's a, he's a good selection. I feel like Banuka Rajapaksha will certainly make an appearance in the squad. He should, I think. But I feel like it's bowling where Sri Lanka really needs to find that core group of guys to really uh, make a click. What What are we lacking? I'll tell you what, I'm going to say this, uh, well, you, you always know I say controversial things. I feel, like, I feel like, I feel like, apart from one Indu Hasaranga, mm-hmm. okay, apart from one Indu Hasaranga, we do not have oh. another solid spinner. <clears throat> like, they're, they're good spinners, mm-hmm. so don't get me wrong, but like, one Indu is like in a league of his own. We know this, right? He yep. was the number one T20 bowler for a while. Yes. Now, the second spinner doesn't have to be as good as uh, one Indu, but... You want him to be a bowler where the batsman, let's say the batsman see off one Hindu and now the next, the other, the other Sri Lankan spinner comes on. You don't want the the batsman to be like, okay, I'm going to smash this Sri Lankan kid all around the park, right? You want, you want that second spinner. I feel like no matter who that bowler is, they're going to have to chase him because one Hindu is that good, right? 
Yeah. So you could be yeah. you could be really really good, but you're still going to be the one that gets targeted purely because of one in the yeah. as you said is in in a league of his own. I would say. I yeah. mean, what are your thoughts on Mahish Thikshana? Put some respect he's on his name, good, bro. Yes. Yeah. No, he's good. He's good. Yeah. He's good. Mahish Thikshana, I'd put in. Yeah. Okay. You know, <laughs> you name, about <laughs> I I literally did because he was quite. Because I let him play test matches and it was like useless. Yeah, yeah. Almost. The thing is, the thing okay, is with, so with test, man, when when these bowlers, they turn it left and right and they don't get a lot of turn each yeah. way, it's, yeah. um, you know, it's tough. But. Yeah. Um, what about young Dunit? Well, Lalage. Oh, Dunit Well Lalage. Yeah. Wow, that's a good name. He's still, he's quite young. He's very fresh. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind giving him a trundle in the Asia Cup, to be honest. I think. Oh, that's he's, he's He's really young. It's scary. It's a huge risk because he's only. I think he's only ever played cricket in Lanka his whole life. But yeah, it, like it's like this, right? If if Dunit is in the squad or not in the squad, it doesn't concern me, right? Okay. I'm I'm happy either way. Yep. Right. But I feel like that's yeah, that's a pretty good group. I was think I was gonna throw in Prabath Jai Surya, but I feel like yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we didn't need to bring his name up <laughs> for T20. <laughs> You're right though. We don't have we don't have an expansive selection of quality whiteboard yeah. spinners, right? Especially yes, when we're yeah. playing outside of Sri Lanka, um, but yeah. do you really need that many? You can have two, one Hindu and Thikshana, and you can have the likes of yeah. you can have a part timer, <coughs> and then you know. Mm. I think so. Yeah, I mean the UAE has always been the UAE has always produced very slow wickets, right? Yes. Traditionally, um, you know the ball comes nice into the bat. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not a lot of pace in the wicket. That's just how Dubai and Sharjah have always been. So you never know. See what goes from there. Do you know what I'm scared about, Nuan? What? I'm scared about this first game against Afghanistan. These guys are a force. And I don't know if they've released their squad. I can name you four or five absolute freak players from Afghanistan. And any one of those guys will absolutely destroy any any bowler in all of the Asia Cup. One of my favorites is, uh, uh, I think, a man named Hazratullah Zazai. He looks yeah, like right. an absolute giant and he hits the yes. ball a long, long way. But I think, um, mm. yeah, how do you think Afghanistan will fare? Do you think? Afghanistan are always, Afghanistan are going to be that danger card, right? Yeah. They will always, you, you never take them lightly, right? You you, you, you play them like you're going to play India or, or Pakistan, yeah. right? Because, because look, they have two quality spinners. I'm, I, I don't know if Mujib or Rahman will play for Afghanistan, uh-huh. but... They're definitely gonna have the. Rashid. They're definitely gonna have Rashid Khan in there. Yeah. Rashid Khan in there. And I believe I believe Muhammad Nabi is the captain, right? I think he might be. I think he's still playing. I think he, I think I saw him being named as captain. And if so, he's obviously like another very very good spinner. Yeah. Gets utilized well. Yeah. 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 But but uh, I mean Nabi is quite senior. I think he's like 38, 39. He's very now, old. So. Yeah. He might even yeah. be older. We don't so, even. Know. <laughs> yeah. But that is the Afghans, and the last team, of course, is Pakistan, and. Mm. Uh, I think Pakistan are probably the most bipolar cricket team when it comes to <laughs> to T20s. They can they can either score two hundred with like you know Imamul Haq and uh, you know Baba Azam making beautiful fifties, or they can just fold for like fifty. That is that is uh, that is quintessential <laughs> Pakistan cricket. But I but I think Pakistan will be banking a lot on their pace. I think out of the teams, surprise, surprise. Pakistan would have yeah. <laughs> They would, well, yeah. I mean, they would they would have the uh, the most they would have the, probably the the best pace attack. Correct. Um, out of all the Asian teams. Yep. You know, there's actually this, there's actually, there's a saying in Pakistan that, like Pakistanis, they they worship pace bowlers, right? And there's a saying that if you bowl less than 145 kilometers per hour in Pakistan, you're a slow bowler. 
<laughs> Dude, that's actually... I would say that's pretty accurate, man. I remember, like, there was a period of yeah. time where I, I was, I'd be watching the cricket and it'd be, like, Australia versus Pakistan. And I think it was around 2000 yeah. and maybe 12 or 13. And they literally had eight players rotating and all of them could bowl over 145Ks. I'm talking, like, Junaid Khan. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. all these guys... Wahab Riaz, mm. and they had so many, all yeah. 145 plus. Yeah. <sighs> Ridiculous, man. I don't know. I don't know how they do it, but they've been doing it for so long. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's their brand, huh? Fast bowling, Pakistan. It's, that's, that's what they pride on. And mm. I think that's fantastic. It, it, it keeps things interesting. And where would we, where would we be without amazing fast bowlers from Pakistan? Yeah. But uh, that's the wrapper for the Asia Cup. It'll be interesting to see who wins it. I don't want to, I guess I'm, I'm a bit scared to predict a winner. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll leave for next week. I feel like we'll, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 talk, we'll give a prediction for that next week. We'll see, we'll see if Sri Lanka beats that. Afghanistan first, and then after that, we can talk about predictions. I want to yeah, see. Yeah, we'll talk about like who's going <laughs> to. Gosh, got to love our faith in the Lankan team these days. It's but, tough, um, man. No, it's, it's no, not even that. You yeah. know what it is? I just rate at the Afghanistan team so much. That's what it is. Yes. I love I love Sri Lanka, yeah. but Afghanistan are coming in hot, man. Last four or five years. In the next decade, who knows where they're going to be? They're going to be a top tier team yeah. internationally. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. But uh, that's that's a wrap up of the Asia Cup. We've spoken about that for now over twenty minutes. So I really want to jump into <laughs> our next topic, which I really want to spend some more time on. But it's a topic that is quite timeless because it's a topic that's been uh, permeating within the cricket world for quite some time, and uh, that is the expansion of T Twenty cricket and uh, the repercussions it's had on the careers of some players. Right, so. Just recently, uh, there was an announcement that uh, Chris Lynn, um, you know, the, the former Brisbane Heat Big Bash T20 superstar batting maestro, he's uh, going to leave the Big Bash to go play in the UAE mm-hmm. in, a, in a T20 tournament there because it's, you know, it pays better. Um, similarly, uh, Trent Bolt has been released from his New Zealand contract to go and play more domestic uh, T20 cricket around the world. And... Um, there was even an announcement about Quinton de Kock as well. Oh, really? Um, yeah, so Harsha Bergle, uh, a very famous Indian commentator, said that... Um, it's actually, this, is actually, this is a really good quote. It's on Twitter. And he said, mm-hmm. The decisions that Quinton de Kock and specifically Trent, uh, Trent Bolt have made point to a future of shorter international careers and more players happy to be part of the gig economy. With young families, it isn't easy to play both international cricket and T20 leagues. I guess what I want to ask you, Hasid, like... Mm-hmm. Is cricket going in the right direction? Like, you know, I'm a purist, but I also understand that people need to make a living. Yeah. But I'm really concerned about this, man. Like, I, you know, before you know it, players are going to going to retire when they're in their early 30s. And then what happens to the quality of cricket around the world? Like, what, where do we find a balance? Where do we find this balance between T20 cricket and playing for your country? That's a loaded question, Nguyen. That's a, that's, that's, that's a heavy <laughs> question. Yeah, no, honestly, because... Um, I think we chatted about this offline just quickly. We talked, uh, you know, I was, I was personally, I'm totally okay with Trent Bolt um, doing what he's doing as well as yeah. um, Chris Lynn, those two players, yeah. because they've actually represented Chris Lynn. You know, he didn't get a massive stint in t- international space, um, but he certainly yeah. represented Brisbane Heat for a long, long time. He's a veteran and he's done yeah. quite well. He's 32, mm. right? He doesn't have that many years left in him. Trent Bolt. He's done so much for New Zealand cricket as a whole. He's an absolute wizard mm. with the ball, new pill, yeah. nice swinging left-hand bowler. He's 33, right? Yeah. They probably have maybe two, three years left. I mean, Trent Bolt, he's 33, as I said. He's probably got maybe two years max. He's going to be you know, like yeah. in the international space, right? 
let him go and get some money. Let him go get, you know, some big, big coins before he gets to retire. He's done his, you know, he's done his part for the nation. He's done his best. He's given his all time and yeah. time again. I'm totally okay yeah. with that. I do have an issue with players, you know, sub 28, sub 29 that are fully fit yeah. <laughs> uh, opting to, uh, mm. to to jump ship. I mean, like even Maninda Hasaranga, for example, I think yeah. he had a contract to play with the 100, uh, 100,000 euros, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I wasn't allowed yeah, well. to play by the <clears throat> Sri Lankan cricket board. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Uh, I don't. I don't think mm. he contested or anything like that. It was just like a, you know, yeah. just like a um, thing that was circulating online. Uh, that's big money, right? And um, yeah, totally okay mm. with that because he's still young. He's still got plenty to give to the country, and that's where his priority should be. Players like Trent Bond mm. and Chris Lynn, I think, are in a different ship. But it is. It is scary. It does set a pre- uh, precedence uh, as to, um, I don't know, money talks. You know, money does and crazy that's, things. And that's the thing. Like, let, let's be real, right? Cricket is not a game anymore. It, it's not a sport. It, it's pure business. It's money, right? Mm-hmm. Is it going to spoil the game in the future? Like, I don't know. I, I find it a little bit concerning because there's so many leagues popping up right now, right? So so UAE is going to have now their, what's called the, the ILT20. Okay. That's like a, a league in the, t- in the UAE. And then now South Africa is starting their own T20 league. And this is actually affecting player availabilities, okay? So what happens now is that when it come, when there's, like, international games, like, literally countries are unable to, to, to pick their best teams because their best players are unavailable <laughs> playing elsewhere. Yeah, that's, right? you don't want to hear that. You know, uh, the former West Indies uh, coach, uh, Phil Simmons, he literally said, we cannot beg people to play for the West Indies, right? Yep. So, uh, like... I mean, I, I, I agree with what you're saying too, but there's got to be some kind of a medium. Like, otherwise, no, we're going to head into this world where cricket where cricket becomes a highly privatized, highly business-oriented sport. And I think that ruins the game in a holistic sense. Yep. I don't know, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, this all began with the creation of the IPL, right? I think mm. <laughs> it really did a lot for cricket, but it also yes. took away from what cricket was supposed to be when it was created, right? For purists mm-hmm, like yourself, mm-hmm. no one, it's it's a tough tough place to sit. You know, which side of the fence do you want to yeah. be on? Do you want to see the sport being more represented by different countries and more people being mm. exposed to it and enjoying it as a whole? Or yeah. would you like to see yeah. it, you know, maintain its authenticity? Yeah. It's a tough one. Mm. It, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I can't even answer it for you. Yeah. But uh, I, think, I think in the West Indies situation, I think that's quite different. I think... You know, we had the uh, absolute um, queen of cricket in the West Indies, Deondre Dotton, retire prematurely, yeah. I think it was a few weeks ago. And she's going to be uh, heading over to the WBBL, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think that's just, um, it's really hard. You know what it is, Nuan? It's it's really hard right. to have a poorly managed side internationally when you have these mm-hmm. offers of, you know, of international domestic leagues that are paying more, you really have to make mm. sure that you keep a really good sort of like culture um, in the mm-hmm, international mm-hmm. side. Because, you know, if, yeah. if you're not getting treated the way that you want to, you don't, you don't have a good rapport with your team manager, your coach or your players, why would you, why would you hang around when you can go play in Dubai for four to five times more, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing, like, you know, uh, Usman Khawaja mentioned in an in, in interview, mm-hmm. so Usman Khawaja said, players won't come to the Big Bash unless you're paying them the right money, right? Yep. So it's sad. I mean, it, there's got to be some kind of a balance, I feel. Who's even allowing these T20 leagues to pop up? Like, who allowed... <laughs> what do you mean, who's allowed, who allowed these? 
<laughs> but, but like, they, they need, they need your sign like, permission you know, slip. No one, no one needs to authorize 100%. this. <laughs> like, yeah, this is this has been un, this is unauthorized tournament. You know, I wasn't made know, aware of funny this. Sorry. <laughs> Funny story. We're mm. running out of time, but funny story. Before the before the IPL came in, there was like another T Twenty tournament called the ICL. Have you heard, have you heard about this story? I haven't. No. So it was actually uh, it was actually sponsored by Kapil Dev, I think. And the right. ICL, the Indian Cricket League, was like this like rebel like shadow T Twenty league. Wow. That was like copying the IPL in India, and like all the players that participated in that, they got like banned and stuff like that. But <laughs> wait, was but, this before the IPL um, or just after? Or it was like it, it was like time. in conjunction with the IPL, right? So when <laughs> so when Lalit Modi when Lalit Modi was making the IPL, yeah, Kapil Dev was like, "No, no, we 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 like this. We're gonna do our own thing as well." And then uh-huh. uh, it, it became it was considered like an illegal cricket league. Um, the ICL. I wouldn't right? mess with Lalit man. Have, Even if you're Kapil, I wouldn't mess with Lalit Modi. <laughs> He's, yeah. he's a bad man, man. He's powerful. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'll tell you what, Hasid. Um, today's been a bit of a scattered episode, but pleasure to chat with you. We'll end it here for tonight because, uh, as always, we could talk forever and a day. But uh, mm-hmm. to all our listeners, uh, you know, thank you so much for your patience. Apologies for the delayed upload, but uh, this is episode seven of In the Salmon. Episode Cream seven podcast. or episode salmon? Episode. You know what? You know, I love. You've got to, you've got to put that in the title now, right? This episode is not a- episode. <laughs> <laughs> episode salmon. I love it. I love it. Uh, you know, we need to we need to clarify why it's called in the salmon again. Some people weren't. Some people didn't really um, understand your explanation, but we'll save that for next time. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll end it here. But uh, to all our listeners tuning in, um, to all our loyal listeners, thank you for your patience in this delayed upload. But uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed it so far and it's Nuan and Hasid signing out. Goodbye. See you guys.